But you thought jazz was disturbing when you first started. And now you sort of like jazz. When I first met you, you were like, <laughs> what did I say? Jazz? Jazz? <laughs> you said jazz. When I first met you, dude. When I, yeah, I have jaff mouth. <laughs> oh, man. I have a bad case of jaff mouth. you came down with some jaff mouth, but I thought maybe you'd healed by now. But. When I first met you, you were like, I don't understand jaff. And I'm like, no, jaff is easy to understand, dude. It's these dudes. Like, you should know this as a musician. You're like, I don't get it. No, this isn't fair. I've always liked Miles Davis. I don't like the bebop far out shit. I just don't like the far out shit. Nobody likes the bebop shit. Nobody. <laughs> I guess like nerds do, but I've always liked. No, they liked- don't. They say they do, but nobody listens to that. If they listen to it, they're psychos. God damn it, really? Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Well, welcome to another episode of I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. We're here talking about jazz music and uh, whether or not people like the far out stuff, like the bebop stuff I can't handle, man. Dude, anybody who's listening to bebop music needs to be flagged by the FBI because they're probably hiding bodies under their fucking, <laughs> in their crawl space. What is going on with bebop music? What's the- Could you imagine somebody just sitting around the house and Already I'm like, go fuck yourself, Charlie Parker, whoever the fuck. But I will say this. Kind of like a Jackson Pollock painting. When you do listen to Charlie Parker, you're like, oh, well, that's the real thing. I don't want to listen to it for very long. But when you listen to that or then you listen to somebody else trying to do it, there is a difference. But just like you're not going to, what, are you going to look through an entire book of Jackson Pollock paintings? No, you're going to look at one of them and go, oh, that's interesting, and then move on. I mean, I might do that. I might be having a nice bath. I might be having a nice glass of Chianti in a nice simmering bath, and I might look through an entire goddamn book of Jackson Pollock paintings. Nobody's doing that. I, I might. Have, I might do it. I have a book of Jackson Pollock paintings. Never look Never look through it. <laughs> Why do you have it? I don't know. I but I have all these art books, dude. I have like... You do have a shitload of art books. I have like $100,000 worth of art books, and the <laughs> idea was, well, one day, my son is going to really get interested in art, and he's going to, like, there'll be this treasure trove of art that he can look through. Guess what? Fast forward to now, he don't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. And if he wants to see something, he ain't looking it up in a book. He's right. looking, he's doing this, Jackson Pollock. Now let me get back to fucking Fortnite or let me get back to whatever other fucking momentary thing my brain will flit on like a butterfly and then go to the next thing. Dude, what's going to happen? What's happening? We're racing towards a singularity. Yeah, that's true. We're racing towards complete integration with technology. And the end of humanity, which is probably fine, probably for the best. Well, maybe we'll be hard. Or maybe it <laughs> clearly. <laughs> uh, I hope not. And uh, but maybe likely, probably. I hope not. But maybe I hope not. But maybe. <laughs> Co-write. <laughs> we love co-writing, man. Do we have any emails? Any emails that we want to? Is that your way of saying there's nothing for us to talk about? No. Dude, I'll talk forever. Tiffany Claypis says, now that I know that you soak your guitar picks in unwashed urine hands, it makes me feel better about Bob's pick flinging and sticking to my shin that one time. Maybe I didn't have a sweaty skin. I had a pissy shin from Tiffany. Oh, Tiffany, piss shin. Stacy Sutton says, love seeing you guys be silly and cracking each other up. 
because we got a little bit of laughing going on on the last week on Encounter the Freddy Krueger. I'm having like a, a real problem where I don't want to watch or do anything. It's, it's actually a worrisome. I've been worried about it in the sense of like we came home from we were hanging out with our mutual friend Rachel Loy and her family last night. We were coming home and I was like, wasn't ready to go to bed. My family was going to bed and I was like, I can literally do anything. I could listen to records. I could watch a horror movie. I could watch a show. I could, I could watch anything I want. I can do anything I want. We have a Sega classic. I could play fucking Sonic the Hedgehog till the goddamn sun comes up. And I couldn't think of anything I wanted to do. It just felt really lonely and weird. I didn't know what to do with my time. So I got to crack the code on that soon. I think that's a temporary thing. Hopefully. I do too. I do too. But it's a it's a strange new feeling for me. You just got to find something that, that, man, I've just been watching these Adam Sandler movies. Have you seen Grown Ups? I started it. I couldn't really get through it. But I do like his, uh, I do like his movies that people don't consider very good. I love Click. Click made me cry. The Cobbler made me cry. And I thought The Cobbler was super fun. I didn't like The Cobbler at all. But I loved Grown Ups, which is a terrible movie. But it's just yeah. those guys playing themselves and then and having fun. And then fucking with each other the entire movie. And I'm like, I'll watch that forever. I even watched Grown Ups 2, which is even worse. And then the other thing I've been, I've been watching, Doc Martin, which is about this big time London surgeon who starts having panic attacks at the surgeon's table. So he moves to a small, tiny town in England and becomes the general practitioner doctor at this in this tiny town. Wow. It's from like 2003 or something. Are you getting pretty stir crazy? Are you ready to start playing some shows? You know, you're kind of like a big live music guy. You, that's a big part of what you do. You haven't been able to play live. I've been doing these live streams, so that definitely takes care of that itch. I mean, I, I do six of those a month, so I don't mind the way things are. Now, I will say this. A couple of days ago, I did start having some anxiety for no real reason. Nothing had changed, but I just had a couple of days where I was just had some anxiety. But it's kind of gone again. So I don't know. I will say this. Here in Texas, people are not giving a F here. Yeah. Which is uh, including my wife, who's like somewhere right now, hanging out with people. Sound like you guys were hanging out with people yesterday, too. So We've been doing it extremely selectively and only at people's houses, usually outside and with people who are also taking everything seriously. Right. So it's not, I mean, we're not going to restaurants and shit. We're not. Right. Well, that, we're being I, as careful as we can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't do anything for three months, you know? So our kid needs some social interaction and we just needed it, you know? I mean, we've been letting it slip a little bit, but not the way that, I mean, not not in what we're, and you know, every state that's opening is spiking. So nothing like that. I had some friends of mine were like, hey, we're having a birthday party on Saturday at this Hat Creek you know, which is like a, a burger place that's kind of outdoors with the jungle gym. You should come. I'm like, what? No. Right. I'm not going to some jungle yeah. gym. We're not getting on we're not getting on playgrounds and shit. No fucking way. But I have been thinking about, man, it's so, you know, you know how it is with having a kid twenty four seven. Um, I am thinking I mean, I have the thought of like taking her to a Montessori school where there's like ten other kids is sort of appealing to me. I don't know. Basically just having somebody take care of my kid from, you know, six hours sounds really good. Right. To me. Same. But then at the end of the day, now, now you got a hot potato coming into your house. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't want to be like, yeah. uh, get away from me, hot potato. <laughs> 
you're just throwing her back back and forth to her mom. Yeah. Her mom's throwing her back to you, and you're going, ow, hot potato. I don't, I mean, that's the thing. You just don't know. I still have a, a, a fantasy of doing an entire 30 minutes just as that Southern guy. Just a totally absurd 30 minutes, like a long chunk of that guy. I like that guy. I do declare. <laughs> all, all you have to do, say is I do declare to get into it. That locks you right into it, bro. I do declare. Some, I, did, I did have a friend one time who liked during sexual intercourse. May I say, may, excuse me, for using, <laughs> for for. For even bringing up such a preposterous situation in such a publicly available location as this. Please do, pl- please do go on, please. But this, let us say, acquaintance of mine. Mm. In fact, let us say someone very distant from me who mm. had made an acquaintance of an acquaintance of an acquaintance who was also distantly acquainted to an acquaintance who was distantly acquainted to me. I do declare. (laughs) Once said that he, while in flagrant delante, if I may use the French terminology or the nomenclature as it were. Though you may use that vernacular, please. Liked to talk party talk. I think... (laughs) I think the term is potty talk in the boudoir. Mm, the boudoir, yes. <laughs> Have you ever heard of such a scandalous and s- may I even say, if I may be so bold, sir, as to say may. anything at all at a time when your ears are so full of every imaginable sort of thing that anybody might say? So full of ideas and expressions and things that anybody who's ever heard anything might just throw up into the air and it might just land like a little bird on a wire up in the sky on a telephone pole on a day where the sky looked like gray milk. On a day such as this. On a day where the sun could not be seen. Obscured by the milky cloud. Obscured by the gray eye of a cloudy sky and the sad eyes of a clown and on a day <laughs> on such a day sir i do declare <laughs> everything you mention i see it in my mind's eye clear as a picture taken on the fourth of july i do declare i say to you sir so even with your ear your oral ventricle your sonic pathway so obscured clogged as it were clogged with paragraphs and sentences and consonants and verbs i may say or even adverbs or even conjunctions so piled high a veritable earwax of grammar a library of syntax but even at a time like this May I be so bold as to include even more, may I even pile on even more information on this heap, if I may be so bold. You may, sir. (laughs) Please. Even though at this point, I have no idea 
what I was beginning to say at the beginning of that. I hate to interrupt your pontifications, as poetic as they may be. At this point, you are not even interrupting because I have no idea where I am. Well, allow me to take over. I will I will steer this. Uh, if you may, if you could be so kind, if you could lend a hand at this point, if you could illuminate the way. Though I muchly wish to say that it was an act of kindness, I must also confess to you that I am doing it for selfish reasons also, because I have a song in my heart, and I do not mean to be telling tales out to the schoolhouse. No, sir. I do not mean to be whipping you into a dervish. I eschew dervish, and I wear shoes that are very clog-like while I eschew if I, dervish. If I may interrupt and say with all... please. With all of the earnestness at my command, with every inch of my fiber, may I say to you, may I put forward the idea of this, sir, if I may be so impulsive. Let me say you have not whipped me into a dervish. In fact, I sit here with eyes open and ears shut as tight as a hummingbird's Sphinctoid. Well, I am tickled to death. I am pleased as punch to know that we have avoided the skirmish of whipping you into a dervish. Because if there's one thing that we just cannot stand in this day and age at such a time is a is a whip a will. Sir, of a my ears are shut tighter than a bank's blind butthole. If it were or had at any point in time. That is humorous. I was certain you were going to say a bank's vault, but you, you, what you did is you anthropomorphized the bank and gave it a, gave it a rear end, if you will. And I will. And I do. Well, when I, I say bank, I'm talking about big bank. Oh, big bank. <laughs> I'm talking about Teddy Big Banks. Ah, Mr. Teddy Big Banks, senior uh, junior. Mr. Esquire. Teddy Big Banks, our good friend mm -hmm. who is recently deceased unfortunately may he rest in peace i guess a jar of vinegar eggs every morning for breakfast is not the healthiest of diets he loved them vinegar eggs he swore by them day and night morning noon night and day vinegar egg city i heard he bathed in them when he would postulate mm, he did i would feel the inner workings of my nostrils begin to quiver with anticipation knowing i believe you're talking about your olfactory cells my olfactory cells would light up like i was at a damn dare i say at a jamboree dare at i at a gala dare i say kenny g concert i just love the lilton sounds of the alto saxophone when kenny g plays he got the lips of an angel and I'm not the first straight gentleman to say that. I do declare it has been said by many a mouth in this wonderful villa that we live in. I take it to the courthouse. I wrote it in stone. Kenny G had the lips of an angel. Well, that may or may not be so. I have not done enough research to say yes or no to this proposition that you have put forth. You must book some time at once at the library. Well, I will... Do my best to make a venture upon this thing that they call the Internet. And I will look and see with my own very own eyes. I will take a look at Kenny G's 
mouth. Well, and his, li- his lips. I, I do declare. I hate to well, be a. Uh, I hate to nitpick you. However, but if you look at his mouth, it simply won't be enough because you have to hone in, raise a shop on the lips of one Mister Kenneth G. Well, I will once I figure out a way to plug this computer into a socket here. Mm, a socket, yes. <laughs> once I figure out. It is a bit of a conundrum. I believe you were regaling us with a tale of Teddy Big Banks. Well, uh, yes. So anyways, I digress. Now, Teddy Big Banks, butthole. Now, as you know. Go on. One can't eat an entire gallon of vinegar eggs every morning for breakfast and expect to make it through the day with a clean set of drawers. No, sir. Uh Uh-uh. You have to wear a diaper, I believe. Unless your butthole is slammed shut so tight like a vault like the gravitational pull of a black star mm centrifugal force yeah centrifugal a force a black I hole believe. as they would say and i believe that correct me if i'm wrong no pun intended oh no his butthole was so tight now i am talking b- behind school back what is it called again i can't remember <laughs> talking out of talking out of school i'm talking out telling tales i will out of say i am telling tales out of school but supposedly his butthole was so tight that when he ventured off into an exploratory time in his life sexually go on he had another man's penis inside his butthole at the point Hells at bells. the point of ejaculation oh boy ripped this man's penile member clean off of his body. I believe I'm going to be sick. I motioned to, motioned to change this subject, the man, please. The man had to be airlifted to a hospital in West Virginia. Of all places. And to get his penis out of Big Teddy Banks' butthole took an entire wing of surgeons at John Hopkins just to unclench Teddy Big Bang's butthole to get that penis out. I heard they had him bite down on a mechanic's rag. They did have him bite down on a mechanic's rag. <laughs> Covered in oil and other such accoutrements. Covered in, dare I say, semen. Covered in the detritus and the... I have never seen a mechanic's rag that didn't have at least four or five loads of semen dried up in it. Well, and the shocking thing was how many they kept at the hospital for such an occasion as needing to unclench Teddy Big Bank's penis-ridden hiney. Well, it turns out they finally did get that penis out of Teddy Big Bank's butthole. Thank heavens. Thank And were able to sew it back on that man. Now, it was a bit rickety. Supposedly, it didn't work right there. It took a <laughs> took a minute to get the plumbing working right out there. It took a minute. I heard it was a bit of a rickety dick, as they say. I like that because it kind of got a little rhyme going. I like that. You could write a little song about it. Well, back at, for a while there, when I was playing football at uh, whatever school I was going to, it's been a, it's been a few years since I was at the school. Right. This was back in uh, 2015, I believe. 2015. They did call me rickety dick. For a while, it was because I, I, I had a bad knee at the time, and it's hard to play a sport when your knee is incapacitated, as it were. But anyways, I digress. Well, I believe we're about to run out of time. Out of time. <laughs> well, thank, thank all the stars in heaven above. You could ride into the show with a 
bobandclint at gmail.com. We'll be tickled to death, plum tickled, as it were, to read your email on the show. I do declare. And declare. we might even share our recipe for a delicious mint julep tea that summer's approaching and there ain't nothing more refreshing than a nice cup of mint julep iced tea. I tell you what, why don't we scuttlebutt over to the Secret Weekly and we'll give that recipe to the patrons. The Secret Weekly? Mm. I do declare. I declare. Zip. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Dude, have you ever had Snickers ice cream bars? Oh, yeah. Maybe. (laughs) I do declare. So we're talking about Snickers ice cream bars. And here's the thing about Snickers ice cream bar. Normally, when you buy a Snickers ice cream bar, you're at a gas station. <laughs> I bet you 99.9% of all Snickers ice cream bars are bought at gas stations. I would am say, I right or am well, I right? it, you, I, hard to argue that, but also maybe you're checking out in line at the grocery store. That's the only other place. Okay, but you're, let me say this. If you're buying Snickers ice cream bar at the HEB, mm-hmm. get on the scale. Because... <laughs> Get on the scale and check yourself before you wreck yourself. All right. So you're buying them at the gas station. Most people buy, most sane, sensible people, most sane, sensible human beings are buying Snickers ice cream bars at at a gas station. It's an impulse buy. But if you're at the grocery store, you can't just buy one Snickers ice cream bar. You have to buy either six or eight or 10 or 12 or whatever it is. Gotcha. 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 It's not a la carte. Gotcha. At the the gas station, you have that little fridge freezer thing. You got the fridge freezer. Yeah. Reach in, grab one. And you're like, hey, hey, I'm just a guy. I'm just a guy. I'm just doing one of these. It's cool. Everything's right. fine. Everything's, Everything's totally fine. fine, even though it's definitely not. But but I'm just a guy who's fine. Hey, I'm okay. You're okay. We're, I'm okay. You're okay. Sure. But when you're buying the fucking carton at the fucking store, you're, here's what you're saying. I can't buy just one. If I could buy one, I'd buy one, but I can't buy one. So I got to buy the whole thing. But here's what I'm going to do. Because I'm not a monster. I'll just eat one of them. <laughs> and then I'll not eat one for a couple days or a week. And then I'll eat another one. And a couple days or weeks will go by and then I'll eat another one. Right. No NBD. No big deal. No big deal. I'll probably have a birthday or two before this carton's gone. Right. This is going to last me a long, long time. My, my, I'll be like celebrating my daughter's college graduation and there'll still be three more in there. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. It's easy. So now, now cut to a few hours later. Yeah. And now you're at home and it's dark. It's black outside. (laughs) The sun is not shining. Your daughter is sleeping. Your wife is probably sleeping and you are awake. And guess what? Your head is filled with. It begins with the word F, then a, a long, slimy animal from the sea. And then... Ings. It's called feelings. So now you're feeling stuff and your brain's like, hey, hey. And you're like, what? Go over to the freezer. No, I don't think that's a good idea. No, go to the freezer. It's not a good idea. Go to the freezer. So you go to the freezer. I'll just have one Snickers ice cream bar. Right? <laughs> well, after it. all, after all, I bought them. I bought, I bought them, them to them eat. To eat. 
And this is my house. <laughs> I live here. I work I, hard. I bought I this here. house. I, I paid the I mortgage. I live here. Right. And I don't know what the future holds. I don't know what the Nothing's future will bring. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. It all ends badly. I've got now. Carpe diem, motherfuckers. Carpe motherfucking diem. And what am I going to do? Not eat this? Dead Poet Society. I'm just going to have one. Sure. Why not? So you reach in and you open the crystal, the, the virgin carton. You pull one out. Cut to 11 and a half minutes later. You're on the couch surrounded by blank number of empty Snickers ice cream bars wrappers. Because you've eaten all of them. And if you're me, you're laying there and you've taken a, an accent pillow, a couch pillow. Because yeah. this, this is what you do with those. They're not for your head. <laughs> you put them over your belly. Yeah. And you hide yourself. And you lay down so you can't, you can't see it. Can't see yeah. yourself. Because you hate yeah. yourself. You hide yourself from yourself. <laughs> I mean, these accent pillows are just the most, some maybe the most important thing in my life are these fucking accent pillows. Yeah. And you're sitting there and maybe the wrapper, you can see them, but you kick it a little under the couch. because You can't, you can't see, see the wrappers. Can't, can't the wrappers are not to be seen. They're in a place where they can't be seen called the floor or next to you somewhere. And, and it is black outside. They're, you know, full eclipse. Not a peep. The world is a is a is still as a as a as a white nothing. But you got your accent pillow, and you're full. And look, let's face it, you bought him to eat him. You fucked up. Yeah, you were doomed. You were always doomed. Yeah, you can't eat just one. So you eat all of them. But I will say this: after you've eaten six Snickers bars in a row, which I've done, you don't feel you don't want to eat them again until a few short hours later. <laughs> Till, till two days later when you're at a gas station. Yeah. Now, I, I will say this. I've never bought Snickers ice cream bars at the store again after that. Like, I've never... Because I know if I buy the carton, I'm going to eat them all. I can't just eat one. Hmm. So. But you know when you're buying them, you, you tell yourself a really fun story. Yeah. But you know what's going to happen. You're, fu- oh, yeah. you're fucking doomed. You, and you know what you're doing. Yeah. You, you'll uh, tell yourself a whole story. Yeah. It goes a little something like this. Da-da-da-da-ding. I am somebody. Sha-dee-da-dee-ding. And that person isn't me. Ga-ga-ga-ga-ga-ging. I've got a lot of willpower. Da-da-da-dee-ding. I always make the right decisions. Well, let's go ahead and send that one to the Grammy board for review. I'm just a little boy buying lots of ice cream sandwiches. I tell myself lots of stories. I'm only going to eat one maybe tonight. What accent is that? The accent of an amazing, muscular, beautiful, thin young man that I am. The accent of a beautiful young man. And now... We present the accent of a beautiful young man. He's a man who has never had more than 7% body fat. His penis is good from every angle. And he's a beautiful young man. He's never not, he's never had a part of his belly that was (laughs) not able to be seen ever. Every part of his, every part of his belly was able to be seen just by barely glancing downward from any angle. <laughs> it's a beautiful young boy. 
<laughs> dude, I do, that, I do that thing where I will fucking suck in my gut and then pull at the sides of my body so that I can see the lower part of my gut and then go, eh, it's not too bad. <laughs> Just creating any sort of the illusion that that the under part of my butt my uh my gut is not the goddamn dark side of the motherfucking moon dude <laughs> holy shit <laughs>